Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I think that is the most beautiful thing about polyamory and being in open relationships is always being open to new ways of being for yourself and how your partner feels and accepting yourself and how you're feeling in that moment, accepting your partner's feelings. And for me, it's always like, I'm gonna do whatever it takes to love you for the rest of my life. Welcome back to Open Late, lovers. I'm your host, Jessica Spandiari, and this is a Soulfire production. I am in Iceland, and I have my partner, Lauren, with me. Lauren. She loves how I say her name. Lauren. It's that East Coast that comes back. Yeah. You can't take the East Coast out of a girl. No, you cannot. You absolutely cannot. As much um, as I went to school for theater and tried to, you know, perfect my perfect mid-Atlantic and eradicate any kind of Philadelphia accent I had, it still comes out from time to time. Um, But... I want to welcome back, welcome you back to the show. And I'm obviously very excited that we're doing this episode because for the two of us to sit down and make time and do this is not easy. So uh, we came all the way to Iceland <laughs> just to record this, <laughs> this episode. Um, and yeah, so we're in Reykjavik. So happy to be back. Um Hello, everybody. So happy to be back, especially Iceland edition. It has been such an amazing trip, and I'm so happy that we were able to carve out some time to connect and record this spontaneous podcast. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about. Yeah. And I think, so just to catch you guys up to speed, if you don't know Lolo, um, she is a love of my life um, and my partner in so many things. And we recorded our first episode together. I think it was episode 16 or something like that. So go check it out. And then we did one with Lauren and Pasha episodes 26 and 27 um, for their birthday, uh, which I guess it's interesting that we're always kind of around, you know, timing of dates of things. This is almost exactly three years from our very first photo shoot, which ended up in our very first time being together. Yeah. Yeah. Hooking up. Um, Magical evening. Yeah. And needless to say, we (laughs) did a lot of photo shoots here in Iceland naked, the same way we did. Three years later. (laughs) Yeah. I would say it was a little more cold this time. There's a little more more trust developed over the past three years between us. Yeah, sure. You know, Back then, Jessica was just taking her clothes off for me in Topanga, you know, and it's like 80 degrees three years later. It was like 90, actually. Yeah, it was hot. I mean, and I knew you, I I knew you, I knew you were a photographer. We had a friendship. Um, We, you know, and I knew that she loved to like, her whole shtick was getting girls naked in front of the camera. But obviously, you know, you're much more comfortable with a female photographer, or at least I think most people are. But I am not very modest about my body. And, you know, so I was just like, okay, clothes are coming off. Mm -hmm. Um, So we've been getting 
picnicky all around Iceland. Yeah, this this trip was for our amazing, beautiful friend at her birthday. Yeah, it's also it's also been a nude photo tour all around Iceland. Yeah, pretty much. I mean. You would think that we like came to see sites and we did, but we ended up just looking at all the incredible photos that Lauren's taken. Um, but we had the most insane locations. Like we went to the black sand beach with the, the big black rock cave. Um, we found some secret waterfall spots mm-hmm. where we were able the locals to hold us. About. Yeah. Oh, Just like these beautiful fields of like purple lupine is that I that might not be how you say it, but um yeah, we've just, just been getting naked wherever we can. Yeah. It's it's been a pretty amazing epic trip. And mm-hmm. I'm so grateful that I have you and Nak who will just willingly get naked for me in yeah. freezing cold, crazy wind conditions, raining. Um, one in the morning, two in the morning. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we went out at like 2 a.m. to do that shoot on the beach. By the way, because it's summer here. so Iceland doesn't sleep. No, no. New York apparently is the city that does not sleep. No. Reykjavik. (laughs) And this whole country. It's a very small island. But like, we have not slept. And not because we're cracked out. I mean, we have been a little bit cracked out. I've been drinking coffee. I I I do vacation coffee. Um, but... Essentially, we've been awake all night because the sun doesn't set. So it's light 24-7. You guys don't know, which is great if you're traveling and you want to see a country and you want to go do things all hours of the day. Obviously, it's ideal to not have anyone around when you want to like take all your clothes off um, for some shots. So that's been, I think, like a blessing, but also there's a part of me that I go to Germany after this and I'm kind of like, okay, I can't wait to like have a night sky and like maybe see stars and like mm. reset my circadian rhythm. That will be, that will be lovely. Yeah. Um, really quick though. I, I have to share something which I celebrated with you when we first got here. Um, I told you and Nicole that I'm now officially, um, working with cured nutrition because of how good I've been sleeping with Zen. Mm, yeah. yeah and so yeah. that has really helped me like on this trip just get to bed and like stay asleep and I'm running out of it and I'm having Masha bring it to Berlin because I was like okay it's been really really challenging because the sun is so bright and like, mm. you have to do a face mask and everything but I would say if I didn't have that I would probably have been a mess um, and then we've been using the solve when we mm-hmm. all did massages. That's been my favorite thing. <laughs> yeah. So if you don't know, Lauren's an incredible massage therapist. Um, like if you live in LA, you've probably already had a session with her, but if you don't, you should know that she's insane. And so when you get to travel with, you know, your partner, she's just like, Oh, you went on a six hour hike today. I'm just going to massage you for, you know, 30, 40 minutes. And Nicole, and we've been like trading off, but then you got a forehanded oh massage. My God. I'm I'm the luckiest. I'm always the luckiest, actually. I'm always the luckiest. You and Pasha, I was the luckiest. You and Mac, I'm the luckiest. I mean, yeah, hands. I've never had a forehanded massage. Platonic massage, by the way, for everybody who's listening and starting to like <laughs> fantasize about this. Nicole's like giggling from the other room. You know, Nak is my best friend in the world. And now like she and Lauren have this amazing, beautiful friendship that I'm so grateful for that the three of us could do these girls trips and bond. Mm -hmm. But the massage was strictly platonic. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, in fact, you and I have been pretty platonic on this trip. Yeah. We have. have We've like, I mean, obviously we kiss. Yeah. All the time. You know? Yeah. We're super cute and cuddly and super duper goofy. And sometimes when we're like on the go so much and like, oh, look at, I'm like, look at this pretty object. Look at this waterfall. Mm -hmm. Look at this. And then like, I find something to joke about. And then we have a running inside joke for the entire trip. Yeah. And then there's so much exploring and back to back and not a lot of rest. And then I'm like, oh, that's a pretty boy. Let's go flirt with him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. We, we spend a lot of time just being like best girlfriends. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, and we've talked about this before, but I think that's one of the things I'm always trying to like drive home to people. We, okay. So when you are practicing non-monogamy or polyamory, I think just, just inherently those things get over-sexualized by society. But then when you're like a bisexual woman or queer, however you identify, I think society also like tends to over-sexualize you as a person. Like the fact that we are partners, people probably just assume, or like maybe they want to think about it this way, that we're like hooking up all the time. But Mm -hmm. that's like our relationship isn't like that and hasn't been like that for a long time. But I don't think either of us feel a lack at all. I mean, how is that for you? Yeah, um, I would say... Like in the beginning, we were very much exploring, you know, three years ago, like, you know, like just exploring each other's bodies. And I was introduced to so many new things with you and with you and Pasha. And it was just like a never ending adventure, like a sexual adventure too, or life adventures. And mm-hmm. it's still, you know, is that way. But now um, we've just shifted a bit. Mm-hmm. Like we still have the same values. I would say they've just we've grown into them more together and what we've developed together is like greater and bigger. So with that, I feel like there's been all of these sides of us, all these different feelings and emotions and sides of us that we get to, that we've had the chance to explore more. Mm -hmm. Um, So that definitely would be the first thing that comes up for me is just being goofy as fuck with you. Like that is my favorite thing is yeah. when I know how to make you laugh so good. It's not even funny. I mean, it's so, it's freaking hilarious, but it's like, I just feel like I get so much joy <laughs> off of like cracking you the fuck up. Yeah. Nobody makes me laugh like <laughs> We like have tummy hurting laughs and it's just like, we just, the way we flow together is just mm-hmm. so awesome. Like I say something super funny or super fucked up and <laughs> you yeah, that was something else. And then we just banter and banter and banter. And <laughs> I mean, the other day you told me you didn't have the balls to eat a whole banana in the car <laughs> after a hike. And I was like, okay, I don't know why. There's just <laughs> it's the timing and like Yeah, people think it's all sexy, but usually you're like wiping snot. You wiped I had a little yeah. droplet of like, I don't know, I thought it was water runny. And you were like, Oh, you have water on your nose, and it was Snot. It was and snot. Then I wiped maple syrup out of your hair at breakfast the other day too. Yeah. I mean, I mean, people are probably like, okay, well, that's like what friends do, or everybody does, or like even you know, partners that have been together a long time. I think we've just slipped into that realm now where 
we are so comfortable and we've been, you know, we've been at this a while and we mm-hmm. are together a lot. So we have to be really intentional if we want to be romantic. Yes. And I think, I think what I'm saying too, is like for people listening, I want to normalize the fact that these relationships don't always have to be romantic. Cause I'm right. been very fulfilled and like super happy at where we are. And I know, same. yeah, you are too, but at the same time, I'm not going to stop kissing you on the mouth. Right. <laughs> so it's, I'm, we're obviously two horny girls, like most of the time. Yeah. But it does take the right setting for us to go there. I think because we are so giggly and goofy. It's really hard to get out of vulnerable the and like a baby with each other and then a mama with each other. We take care of one another. Mm-hmm. We push each other to our greatness. Like I didn't feel like shooting the other day. And she's like, bitch, you make it. Oh, so yeah, like, you make it on this rock. There's like purple flowers and a waterfall. Take your top off. I'm she like, was yeah. so grumpy. She yeah, was like, tie tie. One too. And I was like, I think about everything. I think maybe because I was in production for a while, but I was like, yeah. but the sun is out right now. The, who knows when the sun's going to come out again? Yeah. It could be three days before we stop getting pelleted with rain and black sand that I actually ended up getting a sty in my eye, which was like really unfortunate. <laughs> it does look better. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was like, bitch, take your clothes off. <laughs> bitch, take your clothes off. <laughs> Take your panties off, bitch. Take your panties off. Lauren wrote this song, by the way. Lauren wrote a song called To the Hand Is. It was um, built during handband practice. Okay. Yeah. Shout out, Adrian. Yeah. Um, um, just, we were talking about how to be careful on this couch. Um, yeah. If you're hearing like little things that sounds like we're farting, it's just because this couch is really squeaky. Um, it might be farting too, though. We've been eating really good food. Okay. We're getting sidetracked. The, you know, one of the reasons that I wanted to record this episode and we were like, well, what do we want to talk about? I actually just really wanted people to get a glimpse into our, like our lives and our relationship dynamic. Um, because a lot of the episodes I do, I have all these amazing guests and like, I, you know, we've been, we've had such amazing interviews recently, but it's different when I have on you or somebody that I'm really close with. And I want to mix in more of that. I think when you came on the first time, the second time, and even recording with Pasha, I think there was a lot of like, what's the word I'm looking for? Expose. I don't know. Is that the right word? Knack? Like a lot of explaining. An introduction. Yeah. An introduction. Like this is who we are. This is what we're about. And I think people really, you know, enjoy that. And like, it was beneficial to get some context around who is like, who is Jessica aside from, you know, all the things that I do. Um, and now I'm really happy that they're getting to know who you are. Me too. You're a goof. But it's funny because I was telling you, you know, like we just have the best conversations all day, every day. And for the longest time, we were like, we need to have a show before you got the podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, our life is insane and everything that we do is amazing and the conversations we have are just so beautiful and heart opening and the way we get to share this and um, you know, I always want to inspire other people mm-hmm. by things that I've gone through. Yeah. And so, um, I, I was always in the beginning of this, I was nervous to share my side on the podcast, you know, but I've been, I, I toss and turn about it, you know, because I'm like, what makes a difference? Like you and I talking when we're at a coffee shop versus 
talking and recording. Well, the difference shit. is like thousands of people. <laughs> yeah, true, 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 true. But this, yeah, I, I would love for you to go into this more because this hasn't been easy for you. Yeah. Um, even just like sitting down to record is one thing, but just I think being so public about this relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, what comes up for you when you think about like tons of people knowing these intimate details of your life? Yeah. Great, great question. So just to let all of you know, um, I'm so happy that we're recording this podcast in Iceland and I have experienced some struggles with recording the podcast. There's a huge part of me that is like, I want to share everything. I want to inspire people. I want people to know who I am. I want to share our stories with people so that other people know that they can have a relationship the way we do mm-hmm. and it's possible. And, um, you know, if you're someone who is curious, like those are the type of people like I want to get in front of and talk to, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so there's that side of me who, and who like just wants to show the world who I am. And then there's this other side of me. Sometimes I get, Oh my God, you know, what will people think of me is probably like the first thing mm-hmm. that gets brought up. And I think it's just been something that's been built inside of me ever since I was young, just of what relationships should look like, how I'm supposed to act, even though anybody who knows me knows like I do whatever I want and mm-hmm. I own every part of me. There's a part of me always uh, having the intention of finding my partner, you know, mm-hmm. and that will be open, poly, or monogamous when we first get together, whatever that looks like. I'm not sure yet. Um, there was a fear that like, it's so silly because there's a fear of, they're not going to think that I'm available, mm-hmm. you know, but really if they know anything about you and I, or like, this world, they would get to know me more. Mm -hmm. I think there's that fear of just, yeah, getting rejected before I even get a chance, Mm. which is actually something that like goes way back. Like from when I was little, like I was afraid to, afraid, (laughs) afraid to try something because I was already afraid of the outcome or I wouldn't do something Mm. because I was afraid, um, that I'd fail Mm -hmm. or that I would get rejected. Right. Mm -hmm. Which is just so silly as I'm saying it out loud. I mean, I don't think it's silly at all. I think these are super valid fears and ones that a lot of people have, which is why I'm like really grateful that you're talking about it because I think that whether it's your personal conditioning or societal conditioning, right? We're we're just conditioned that people are going to judge us because that's what happens, right? Um, And then to put on top of that, the fear of rejection, because growing up, you know, you only saw, and I only saw relationships that looked like one plus two equals, you know, happily ever after. Mm -hmm. So this is, you know, so alternative in most people's minds that I think that, you know, the idea that someone would just completely write you off is a, is a very valid fear because of the conditioning. Um, And because that's the way, like the majority of society also sees it. However, there, you know, and as like we both know, so many people um, 
that are like living either polyamorous or living in open relationship containers or um, single poly people that are yeah. dating. And um, I mean, I know that you, there's always two sides of the coin. I know that there's like the side of you that knows for certain that like what's meant for you is not going to miss you right. at all. <laughs> um, you know, what is yours is yours and it's coming. Um, whether like you want it to or not, the universe is going to put it in your path. Um, I, I think that there's something to be said and I'll just like say this one other thing for everybody who's listening, you know, the dynamic that we have is very open and like, you know, as we shared earlier, like we're very rarely romantic. And so that gives you the freedom to like be romantic with whoever you are, you know, wanting to be with. Um, and we are really supportive of that. And so there's, there have been times where we've like stepped back. We talked about this, I think in, in one of our previous episodes to give you just more energetic space mm -hmm. to feel and be available. Um, whereas like in other relationship dynamics where like it's a full on triad or a throuple, whatever mm -hmm. you would, you know, think about like that, then maybe that, that person isn't available, but that's like not what we're doing at all. Um, yeah, yeah just one other, to, yeah. one other thing to add to that of being afraid to publicly talk about this is that, um, every time I've you know, this like inspires anybody. It's inspiring myself actually as I'm saying it. But every time I've um just listened to my heart and I've done what I wanted to do and I believed that it was true, you know, believed that it was right and that I can do it has led me to the greatest outcomes, like with anything that I've done that I was afraid of. So yeah, I know that just being more open to the world and like talking about this more and more I can't really imagine people on the other side of this like hearing all of this information mm -hmm. because when I talk to new people about it like guys that I meet mm -hmm. you know it happens recently where I got to I always get to share about my relationship with you and like and with Pasha and how it was and stuff and um it's it's always so fun to explain it because it's it's like a whole nother world for most mm -hmm. people that they don't even know about. Yeah. And this is like a guy that you went on a date with. Yeah. 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 So you, when, which I know the answer to this, but for people who don't, like when you meet somebody new, if there's like an intention to potentially date them, you tell them about us right away. Usually gets brought up right mm -hmm. away. Yeah. Like definitely I let it flow. Um, but it, it just, it just happened naturally. Like one guy I dated, I, things were, I, I was starting to develop stronger feelings for him. I was like, this is something you should know about me. Mm -hmm. And I just, you know, told him I've been in a relationship for the past few years. And, um, I really want you to meet these really important people in my life. They're going to be in my life for the rest of my life. <laughs> so, um, I just explained a little bit like, you know, the dynamic and how it all happened. Um, and then more recently, somebody asked me, he kind of just brought it up actually, because he was interested. 
So, um, without was, knowing that you were down, in no, yeah, because yeah. you're dating in LA, it's like who's bringing up polyamory first? So, you're worried that somebody's not going to accept you. Meanwhile, like, people are like, I'm only dating, people are like, yeah, people, people are like, I think at this point in my life, maybe I'm meant to be polyamory, mm-hmm. and yeah, so it's really fun to talk about having relationships with other people rather than be romantic or not I mm-hmm. always refer back to you know your amazing talk your partner is not your superhero mm. huge fan of that and that's a huge believer of that and mm. I my life by that basically because I have so many amazing relationships yeah um, so it's fun to educate people about it as I'm educating people you know in the world I might as well be educating people on your podcast yeah <laughs> I am so happy that y'all are getting a more intimate and cozy sort of view and listen into my relationship with Lauren and just what we have going. You know, recording this episode while in Iceland was super fun. And I mean, Lauren's just life changing. That's why I'm in love with her. So I wanted to pop in and say, that little smidgen um, before I share with you all something also life-changing. If you've been listening to the show, you know that I have recently become a raving fan of Cured Nutrition. Um, They have a sleep supplement called Zen that has truly changed the way that I sleep. Um, I started to have trouble sleeping about two years ago, and it wasn't something I super focused on until I realized that This was starting to affect my life, you know, waking up in the middle of the night, not being able to fall back asleep and just waking up in the morning groggy or drowsy if I took something like melatonin. So I kid you not, the first night that I took Zen, I slept through the night, I woke up refreshed and every night that I've taken it ever since I've had just the most blissful sleep and it has the most high quality ingredients in it. You all know that I'm really serious about what I put in my body, even the energetics of this company. I just really gotten to know the stories of the founders and what they stand for. It's such a good organization. So I have a link in the show notes. There's also a link in my bio on Instagram um, for you to get 20% off of your order of Zen and any other products that they have. You'll thank me later. Go get your Zen on. While I have you, I would love to share a little bit about something new and really fun that we've made at Open Late. We have created a what's your relationship style quiz. So for those of you who listen and are like, I'm not sure if I want to be open or if I'm more poly or if we want to just try out being monogamish if you're partnered up and you're like, where do I even start? We created a quiz. It's free. It's a resource for you to start to figure out, okay, what type of relationship style suits me best? So I cannot wait to have you guys taking this quiz, getting your results, and having a better understanding of what is really going to fulfill you and satisfy you and ultimately lead to you having more beautiful relationships in your life that feel really aligned with who you are as a person. And yeah, I'm just super stoked. So once you take the quiz, 
Definitely. If you're out, if you're open about being open online, share your results with us on Instagram or whatever social media and tag us so that we can see who is taking this quiz and get to be on your journey and get to know more about you. So I am so, so grateful for all of you listening because you've left such beautiful reviews over the last couple of months. And I really appreciate the kind words and all of your sentiments. Um, I won't take up too much of your time. Just wanted to express my gratitude. I love you all so much. Let's get back to the episode. I've learned, we're, we're obviously always learning from each other. And in the times that it hasn't been easy for you, or like things have come up where, you know, you're like, Oh, I don't want to, I'll do this, but like, I don't want to do that kind of thing. Like, it's always good for me to step back and think like, okay, where can I like be more aware of my partners? Because Pasha is like very private also. Um, and I've like, like, babe, but everybody wants to talk to you. Like, everyone wants to hear from you. Like, do you want to do another episode with me? And he's like, has no time for this. (laughs) Um, like figuratively and literally he doesn't have a lot of time for this, but, um, yeah. It's just not something that he wants to do. And as you kind of teeter tottered, um, it's such a good reminder for me. I got reminded again last night of like, okay, not everyone, like this has been my choice um, to be like really out and open about this, but this, that does not mean that this has been your choice. And this has been Pasha's choice because a lot of people ask me, Oh, like you need to have Pasha back on. Like we want to hear his perspective on X, Y, and Z. And it's like, yeah, I want that too. And like, that's, you know, something that will probably happen, but you know, I'm an individual and I have my independence and sovereignty. And like, I chose to do this. You didn't choose this. You know, this is like kind of, I don't know, like put on you by being in a relationship with me. And that does not go lost on me. (laughs) Um, And it's, 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 you know, it's been challenging at times for us, but I appreciate that it reminds me to be a more considerate partner. Um, and to remember that, like, you know, not everybody is doing exactly what I'm doing. And that's okay. Um, so I love you. And I love you. If you know anything about Jessica, okay, she only does epic shit. <laughs> and she goes from, you know, zero to a hundred. She shoots big. You shoot big. I'm like, great. We have this and podcast now. We're, yeah, we're just, let's blow it up. <laughs> like, you know, and by that, it's, um, I'm always so inspired by you. Like, I'm so lucky to be your partner and mm-hmm. to, you know, the business that we have grown together because I just feel like we fit perfectly together mm-hmm. and you help me see a lot of things that I can't see on my own um, and open my eyes up to like, okay, we can do things this way or you're really good at this and I'm really good at that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why we work so well together. Yeah. And so it's the same thing when it comes to being wide open to the world on the podcast, you know? But also it's really amazing because we're up to really amazing things in life. Yeah. And so it's really awesome to get to share that. Yes. Yeah. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. 
This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I was just thinking how nice it was that we didn't work on this trip. That, well, we kind of did. Actually, we did all these we did all these shoots, which we're going to stop talking about the photo shoot. <laughs> You'll um, see it on the internet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, we, we might have taken the cover shot for this episode in the purple field. Because I was like, oh, we should shoot yeah. together. Nat took pictures of us. We were doing all mostly solos. Um, but what I was going to say has been really nice because we've never actually done just a girl's trip like you yeah. and I or you and Nicole and I it's been really nice um, because we're, we're usually working or with like our crew you know big groups of people and so I think this was the first time that we were just like enjoying doing some kind of like backpacking type of stuff and but the more I think about it we work well together in this way too because we made a pact when we first got here. <laughs> yeah. 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 We did. We did. Yeah. We said that, that we were going to get some strange. Some Icelandic. 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 Um, and it has been a really long time since I've like hooked up with anybody else. And I don't, I, I always joke and I'm going to make this dumb you know, I don't know, mom, mom, dad joke again. I don't know. This is not a dad joke, actually. This is like an explicit joke. I don't know. Anyway, no, I'm the most boring, like polyamorous person or like open person you'll ever meet. And here I am with my show, but I never talk about like anything that I do because I don't do anything like outside of our relationship or my marriage really. But we made a pact. There was competition and that is how to get me to do anything to the max. You know me, I'm like, I have a little mild competitive streak. So we said we were all going to get laid while we were here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We wanted to, <laughs> we wanted to go with Vikings. We deserve that. We do. I mean, we're three cute girls in Iceland, freezing cold with no chaperone. Yeah. This is, we're unsupervised <laughs> on this trip. That's been the hashtag of the trip is unsupervised because normally we, mm-hmm. like I said, we travel with Pasha or with our crew. Um, we have a habit of like doing girls trips, but then inviting like one guy, like Claude or like Pasha <laughs> or like, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, we had Robbie in Denver, oh gosh, that was amazing. but that was a work trip. Yeah. This was a vacation. Well, we worked hard. We did a lot of physical activity. So I don't know. We were like in Viking was. training, basically. Yeah. Like freezing weather and water and rain. And the oh, whole night. So we deserved to get laid. And ladies and gentlemen, we did. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. When Jessica sets her mind to something, clear intention, boom. Yeah. It happens. Night one. So epic. Night one in Reykjavik, actually like the day that we landed, I was like, I'm not going to waste any time because, well, I knew, I also knew that we were <laughs> like, we rented a car and we were driving the South coast of the Island. So if you know, Iceland, like there's this ring road and then there's, is there like also a golden circle? Is that a thing that? Yeah. 
So there's the ring road and there's the golden. So there's like two ways to drive the country. Um, we only had eight days, so we weren't going to do a whole thing. So we just went along the Southern coast, um, which has a lot of like really dope spots, like some of the most beautiful waterfalls, huge canyons to like hike through, obviously the black sand beach, these cliffs, like everything's so epic. And, you know, when you're like traveling along in those places, very remote, there's not a lot of people around and everyone else who's around is like backpacking kind of. So we're like staying in a new place every night. That's like, you know, hostile kind of vibes, like these like guest houses or like bed and breakfast type of places. We're wearing so a million layers. Not, we're wearing a million layers, not like nothing sexy. <laughs> we're like not. So I knew it wasn't going to happen if I like waited till the end of the trip, potentially, because we just got back to Reykjavik uh, last, last night or two nights ago. So I was like, all right, first night I didn't expect it. We like went out for dinner we had a nice dinner. It was Nat's birthday. And then we had a couple of drinks and we went to the Irish pub. Oh my God. Cause it had live music. Time. We thought it was karaoke. <laughs> we were like, we used to sing. Everyone was raging their faces off. Yeah. It's definitely like a, like a big tourist gathering place. So, which was kind of the only, I mean, not that it was like a bummer, but, um, ended up like chatting up with these two dudes and yeah, not from Iceland actually, um, from Spain, but he's lived here for like 10 years. And so ended up, you know, making, making out with this artist guy. And then, yeah, went back to his cute little Reykjavikian condo uh my girls they were like okay you good you good you safe I was like yeah location shared yeah location shared for sure he seemed pretty harmless though um and yeah I got it in night one like I like I said just give me a challenge and let there be competition you really kick-started this trip off with new dig energy I mean that's what we needed yeah for these photo shoots to get us through this weather. <laughs> we needed that. We needed that energy. energy. So yeah. very proud of you. <laughs> I know Pasha's proud. <laughs> Love you, Pasha. Thank you. Um. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's 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 a really nice way to start the trip. And then I was like, okay, I can relax now. So we like drive around the country for five days. We get back to Reykjavik. Um, and we go to dinner <laughs> last night. And we go back to the Irish pub because it's like the only thing open. So fun. Um, okay. And then we walk. And I'm yeah. like, you guys, there are so many men in here. Oh, like, the ratio was oh literally God. 25 to 1. It was like, this is like every girl's dream. Like, and these guys were... They were all buff. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. mm. Yeah. And they were like very... Like, it was a very international crowd. Which I feel like it always is probably in that bar, but even more so. Mm-hmm. And then we find out that there is a there is a um, mixed martial arts convention. Yeah. And that's why Jiu- all these guys are here. Jiu-jitsu, Jiu-jitsu camp. Jiu-jitsu. I'm like, oh, panties dripping wet. Sign me up. Yeah. One of the guys was like, are you here for the camp? I was like, what camp? Do I? It's like, <laughs> Do I? I was like, no, I'm on a nude photo shoot tour in Iceland with my girlfriend. He's like, oh, you have to meet my friend. And he... Tad Cupid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Set me up with my guy. And yeah, who will remain <laughs> nameless. I almost actually said his name. And I'm like, oh, wait, I can't do that because everyone's going to listen to that. But it's funny because, like, I 
I like zeroed in on the guy that I wanted to talk to, like as soon as we got there and I like scoped it out and I was like, hmm, yep, he's really good looking, like nice body. Um, and I like went right over to, of course I like go to the bar and the person next to him, like gets out of their seat and leaves because pure intention, you know, and I was like, I'm going to sit next to him. Um, and so, yeah, like, I don't know. I was kind of, I made out with him at the bar, like a college student. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, like he kissed me, he went in for the kiss, like pretty early on. Um, and then it was kind of over after that. Yeah. yeah, I was like, all right, well, you know, when in Reykjavik, yeah, you, you were feeling <laughs> this guy was also not a local. Um, so the Iceland dick didn't happen yet. Um, yeah, we have one, we more, still night. one more night. I'm not, <laughs> I'm definitely not going, I'm not going up with anybody tonight. Um, I have a very early flight in the morning, but, um, yeah, yeah, I would just say it was a it was a blast. Um, I mean, I was like, I'm going to go do a walkabout, you know, that's my thing. I've been saying walkabout. Basically, I'm going to go do a lap around the bar. You've been, you've picked up a lot of a these lot things. A lot of these yeah. things. Yeah. yeah. You, you've been jonesing. I've been jonesing. Whenever she, yeah. I'm craving something, and while you're jonesing. You're going to do a walkabout. Cake or whatever. I've been having cigs at night. You've been smoking I, cigarettes. Listen, Guys, this has been, yes. I've had to tolerate so much. <laughs> She's literally been I've smoking a cigarette every night. Just here. Which is not why in LA. Why we're not talking about it's probably right because I speak, but anyways, it was so fun to just flirt and you know have a little menage a trois. Your guy was like not down, he's like not a multiple, it was all about he, me. Yeah, it's very sweet, yeah, which is great, so sexy, yeah. So, I mean, that's like really, I think all I wanted to share was, you know, how boring we are and how co- cozy and comfortable and how we're, you know, like wiping each other's like snot away until the moment that we're getting like strange in a hot new country, cold country, but yeah. it's very hot. When it's time to get down, it's time to get down and we're, we stay ready. We stay ready. And you know what? We can't help but help. We can't help but help. When somebody needs help, when somebody, you know, just like some some guy in a bar just like wants, you know, take on the girl. Like, who am I to deny the the jujitsu guy? No, it would not be fair. Um yeah, so mission accomplished here. I really wanted people to get a glimpse of like what it's like to hang out with us. Mm-hmm. And this is how we talk to each other mostly. Yeah. Um, is there anything else that you want to share? Um, we pretty much touched on a lot of stuff. I think just the importance of people knowing how it can be with polyamory, just you know, another overview that, yeah, it doesn't have to be sexual all the time or it can, but that I think the most important thing is developing that trust. And that goes with any kind of friendships mm-hmm. and relationships, but developing that, developing that trust and getting to a place where you can allow yourself, your inner child to completely come out 
and be super silly and goofy and not feel like you're getting judged Mm -hmm. or to say what's on your mind very openly and vulnerably like we have on this trip Mm -hmm. and having some difficult conversations and still knowing that we're going to love each other no matter what. And um, I think that is the most beautiful thing about polyamory and being in open relationships is always yeah always being open to new ways of being for yourself and how your partner feels and accepting accepting yourself of how you're feeling in that moment accepting your partner's feelings and for me it's always like I'm going to do whatever it takes to love you for the rest of my life. And mm-hmm. you're going to always have my love, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it is fun to continue this relationship with you and just always be creative, basically. How can we always spice it up and be creative with each other? Yeah. And so, yeah. Aww. I love you. I love you. That is a wrap, lovers and friends of Open Late Podcast. Oh, man, I'm just so happy that you guys got to spend some time with Lauren and I. I could spend a lot of time with that goofball, and she's just the best. So I'm super grateful she came on the show. As always, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok and all the places that we hang out and do more goofy shit. I'll see you all next week. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com